Listeners, this is Coil. And if you plan to visit Las Vegas or live here as a local, this is the perfect podcast to find businesses off and on the strip. Tune in as I interview small business owners and entrepreneurs that run and operate their business here in Las Vegas, Nevada. Real Vegas, real topics, real business with real owners. Visit Vegas Places. Um, if you listen to this act or later on X or later on one of our um platforms, this is Carlos here with the AEW Dynamite Wrestling Fan Insight. Uh, Wednesday night, Wednesday night chaos post AEW Dynamite space. Um, AEW finished about 12 minutes ago. We start this space about 15 minutes after every every Wednesday after Dynamite. Um, again, we'll see who comes in the room or not. Um, I'm gonna give a quick overview of the show and then kind of just go into more detail from there. Um, overall, I just I wasn't that excited for this card. If I'm being honest, or a little bit later on, the six man tag at the, to the end of the show really didn't make a lot of sense to me. I think the organic way things are going is um, Swerve is going to become a face, and Adam Hangman Page is becoming a heel. And my my fears going into this show was that I feel like this this was the six man tag was going to clog things up and kind of derail some stuff. And that's what I honestly felt like after after seeing the main event tonight. I just feel like it didn't do any good to have these guys in this match. Um, and overall, so um, the show starts off with FTR um, fighting the BCC, Claudio and Mox. And the match goes to a time limit draw. Um, they feud. They feud. They it comes back from they're they're getting broken up by security and wrestlers from the back after the match because they obviously wanted to go longer. Um, the show comes back from it kind of goes to them to FTR calling them out after the break asking for a match at Revolution. Um, I don't think the match was made ever made official, but again, I'm assuming it will be. Again, it makes all the sense in the world. Um, these are all talents that people love to see on TV, so to me, it makes sense that they would be on the pay per view. Um, then you had Orange Cassidy defeating Mike Bennett, um, and again, we'll just talk about it more later on. Um, Next, the next segment in the show was um, Ruby Soho and Colhan Luke are going on a date, and again, I'm, I like this. Honestly, this is a storyline that I like. Um, the one thing for me though is this kind of it's been it's been developing more on Rampage, and they're showing this on AEW Dynamite, which kind of makes sense to me. Um, but there, as, as they're going to go to go on a on a on a date. Um, an SUV pulls up and it's, and it's Ric Flair. He comes out. Um, he's So he's there live. The next day, coming back from break is him going into the office of the Young Bucks. Um, he also shares with Renee, you know, that he wasn't too happy with the fact that he, he hasn't really had much of a role in Sting's retirement match. Um, from there, Daniel Garcia has an interview. He gets interrupted by um, Christian and the, and the patriarchy. Um, there he's getting a match with um christian at revolution so at revolution is going to be daniel garcia versus christian cage for the tnt title um after that tony storm defeats an uh local indie local talent sydney winwell in a quick matchup from then they go to another match with diana peraza defeating madison rain um and then from there we get a, a sting and darby vignette 
just talking about hyping the match for Revolution, Sting shared um, that his dad passed away last week, so I want to give my thoughts and prayers to Sting and his family in that. Um, I know that's never easy to lose a family member, especially your father. Um, and then from there, Wardlow comes into the ring and cuts a promo, just kind of putting everybody on notice. I'm um, just talking about how he's, you know, he's the uncrowned champion. Um, then they announced, the Tony Khan announced there's going to be a match at Revolution called Meat Madness. Um, and so it looks like so far Wardlow and Hobbs will be in that match. Um, after that, there's a, there's a, there is a backstage statement with, with, um, with Don Callis family. It's him to catch that and, and Hobbs. And he's talking about bring, he's going to go pick up Will Ospreay in his own private jet. I mean, it, for me, it kind of seems like Ospreay is going to be turning face. Um, and then in the main event, we had, oh, there was a backstage statement with the Bang Bang Sixer gang. Um, then it, that leads to a match. It's going to be, um, daddy, daddy or, Daddy asked to apologize to Jay White for hitting him last week, you know, the miscue. And then Jay White talks about how they, you know, again, they're already, they're already you can already see the breakup's going to happen with this group. Um, but it, they announced it's going to be Daddy, or it's going to be Daddy Ass and Jay White teaming up together on Collision. And then in the main event, you had Samoa Joe, Brian Cage, and Swerve Strickland defeating RVD, Hangman, Adam Page, and Hook. Um, for me, again, the most exciting part for me for this was that, um, Brian Cage got a win, so I'm excited about that. Um, so now, again, if, hopefully some people join me. If not, this might be a, a quick space. Um, can get into the card a little bit more. So the, whole, the so the first thing that kind of turned me off about this is again the crowd wasn't very hot. This is this is the first time being in this in this um, arena. The crowd got hotter, but they just kind of seemed like to die down. Um, I, if I was them, I would. This isn't a place I would go back to anytime soon. It just it just I mean again stick to those Texas crowds. But again, I don't fault them for trying somewhere different. It's to me like it just seemed like they were they just weren't hot the whole night. And again, I could feel the emptiness of the arena when I was watching this match. So FTR and Claudio, FTR versus the BCC, BBC, uh, BCC goes to a time limit draw. And if you guys have been watching Dynamite, then you know last week there was also a matchup with um, Adam Page. Or not Adam Page, Adam Copeland and Daniel Garcia. They ended ended in a no contest because it got interrupted by Christian and the patriarchy. Then a couple a couple of weeks ago, <coughs> excuse me, I believe two weeks ago, it was Adam, <coughs> it was hanged by Adam Page and um and Swore Strickland going to a time limit draw 30 minute match where it was supposed to be the term for the one contender, and they went to a time limit draw and um ended up getting it ended up that they both got put into the match just really quick guys in case you don't know this if you're not following us on x i'm getting over covid so if, if i again i'm clear now but if i cough a little bit and so forth that's why um that's also why we didn't have a show last week apologize for missing the show um and then uh, unfortunately um john was supposed to do it but then he heard it he ended up hurting his shoulder at the gym so again apologize for that so but again if i'm coughing a little bit that's why um, again, just doing my best to bring you guys some content tonight. So for me, I just didn't like this. I didn't like how it ended the time limit draw. Again, when I was listening to the – and again, I guess I, I mean, I do watch – I can see a lot of wrestling. When I'm watching this match and I could hear the timekeepers start calling that the match only has five more minutes and stuff like that, I already knew where they were going with this. And I knew it was going to be a time limit draw. And again, for me, it's just after having the no contest last week and they already having Swerve and um, – and Hangman fight to a time to draw too. That's just too much, you know. The one thing when AEW first started is that we were promised we're gonna get we're gonna have winners and losers. And for me, this just set, this just set the whole night off to a bad tone for me. Um, again, it was just one of those things where it's like I rather I rather have seen 
Claudio versus um, Cash Wheeler in a singles matchup. Maybe Cash gets the win, and then they, they go they, they get the tag team match from there. Again, to me, and again, I don't I don't again I don't like coming on here and standing very um, anti AEW because that's not I mean the reason why we started when we were asked to do spaces. The reason why we picked Wednesday was because you know I watch AEW Dynamite. We're all a big fan of the product. <coughs> we're rooting for this product, and it just it just seemed like a no brainer that we could come on here and talk for two hours about or talk for an hour about AEW and how much we love the show. And it's just they're trying to get back to basics. But for me, is again when you have a huge roster, you have over 100 guys that are on your roster. You have guys like Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky who are being regulated to to um, to F to Ring of Honor right now. Um, Dan House is not a Ring of Honor. I mean, and again, like I know like that I know Ethan Page requested that, but when you have all this talent that you're not utilizing and you're gonna have a match just go to a time to draw because that's how you want to book it to to go into the pay-per-view. To me that was just a waste of, of precious television time. And again and so to me like that just set the whole night off in a bad way for me. Um I love when Claudio picked up both both Dax and Cash, you know, lifted them up and threw them over for you know threw them over his head. That was cool. Um, again, for me, it's just the whole thing with the time of the draw. Just, it just again, I really see better use of the television time. The next matchup we have is Orange Cassidy defeating Mike Bennett. Um, again, I'm not gonna. I don't want to keep sounding like a dead a, a beating a dead horse, but for me, I feel like Wardlow should be going after Orange Cassidy for the. For the um, international title, I feel like I feel like Mike Bennett and um, Matt Taven and Roderick Strong should be feeding with the acclaim for the six-man titles or the trios titles, especially after what they've been through. Um, it just seems to me that just seems more like the blood feud that going on. Um, so to me, like, it's, and again, I'm not. I, I don't want to keep harping on something, but but just I mean, just being honest as a wrestling fan. I just don't see them following up on the storyline. You know, the claim was viciously attacked by the undisputed um, kingdom. Um, so you know, this, again, they, they took out Jay White. I mean, that was kind of what, that was the whole reason, kind of why the Bang Bang Scissor game formed in the first place. And ever since then, they haven't really had any build up, and they haven't even touched these guys. And so for me, again, it's just I don't like the parts, and I feel like even I feel like with Roger Strong. Again, he was doing really good character work going in with when Adam, you know, with his Adam vignettes and stuff like that. But I just feel with with how it's being booked now, if he does end up beating Orange Cassidy <coughs> for the international title, I don't have a lot of faith for this for his for him as a champion. And so for me, I'd rather see Wardlow going in there getting the getting the um getting the um international title. And like I said, I'd rather see these guys feeding for the six man title. So again, um Orange Cassidy picks up the win. After he picks up the win, Roderick Strong comes out and he attacks attacks Orange Cassidy with Matt Taven, and then so from there, Jack Jack Jake Hager is making the save. Um, it just doesn't really make any sense to me um, with this because again, it's one of those things where. Um, again, I I did my research and I figured because they're in Oklahoma. And Jake Hare has been is from Oklahoma, but it's just again to me the claim should be the ones coming out there to make the save. Again, just like it doesn't make any sense to me that you're going to utilize Jack Hager for one week because from Oklahoma, and then we're probably going to see him again on television for three months. It just to me was a waste of talent. Um, 
again, the whole I like the Ruby like cool hand loop thing. Um, for me, that's one thing that um, has been going good. It's actually a good storyline. But for me, it was to me it should it should be continuing on Rampage because that's where they've had all these things instead of Dynamite. <coughs> the Ric Flair came in, so Ric Flair came in during that. After the after the break, he he kind of just told Renee, "I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't like how I haven't been included in Sting's thing, and Sting's and Sting's um retirement. So it's a little bit of kayfabe, but it's kind of hard because I mean, if you if you're online and you see the wrestling fans, the fans aren't excited about this, so it kind of feels like they're being force fed. And so now you're gonna have him go help the Young Bucks, and so when the Young Bucks turn heel, their whole spiel was that they're tired of, of these other guys coming in that weren't part of the original company." They weren't part of the league coming in and taking TV time away from from the people who were the originals coming in and trying to take over their company. So that's why they kind of went heel and they're going by Nicholas and Matthew and they're they're going more into their into their um, EVP roles. So it doesn't make sense that they would want to decide with Ric Flair. But again, if this is the way they got to utilize Ric, I'm okay with that. If we get a heel Ric Flair, again for me, I would I'd rather have I would have had him with MGF. You know, that's just me. Um, so from there, they get interrupted. So again, just, they, he walks into the... That's the end of that. And again, for me, just two, the Young Bucks, are, they're feeding in the main event of of, of this pay-per-view. And they're going to be having a match on Rampage this weekend. Again, I like Rampage. I follow Rampage. I think it's probably their most consistent show. But again, this goes back to the whole Claudio F- FTR thing. Like, that, that's, um, that's, that match could have been cut in half. You know, see, that's that's again, that's time the Young Bucks could have had to, so they could have been on Dynamite this week instead of instead of Rampage. Um, so <clears throat> we have a Daniel Garcia interview. He gets interrupted by Christian in the in the patriarchy. Again, Christian goes into Daniel Garcia, you know, about his dad. His dad's passed away. Apparently, his dad was an alcoholic. Um, again, it just gets personal, and he you know offers he doesn't want to fight him at Revolution. He wants to be his father. Um, it was it was again it was good, but at the same time it's 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 kind of like we've been here done that. Um, but at the same time, it's just trying to get us into a, a feud that does kind of feels kind of cold. I mean, I, I'm happy for Daniel Garcia. I I'm happy he's getting this this opportunity. I hope he wins the title because I don't think I don't think that Christian and and Adam Copeland need a title to fight for. Um, so I mean, again, give it to Daniel Garcia so he can do with the title. Why not? If you're gonna build him up, build him up. He gave a good. He gave a good. He was given a good interview before. Um, before he was interrupted. I like this passion in his eyes. He was selling when Christian was talking about his dad and talking about his mom. Um, Nick Wayne comes into the ring <coughs> to try to attack him. He get. He gets a. He gets um. He gets. He gets. He gets put into a trap shooter by Daniel. And then Killswitch is going to come down to get him, and then that's when Daddy Magic makes the save with chairs. I do like that Daddy Magic is on Daniel Garcia's side, but to me, again, again, just seems that like he he needs bigger guns in his corner because Daddy Magic <coughs> has been used used as an overhyped enhancement talent. Um, and then from there, Tony Storm and Dan, Gianna Prazo. <coughs> I just feel like they should have had. Um, stronger opponents i again for me i would like to see them kind of just you know you know if you're gonna have a match here this doesn't make sense why tony storm fought an enhancement talent and and then and then diana praza is fighting her old her old her old trainer madison rain who was a good talent but it just but she hasn't been on tv for months hi i'm chris and i'm deb 
and we host a pretty fun podcast called Today We Laughed and Learned. You know, this is where we discuss all the things we should have learned, but, well, never did. And we have quite a few laughs along the way. Today We Laughed and Learned with Chris and Deb. We're curious about everything. Experts on nothing. Come find us wherever you get your podcasts. So to me, I just, I wish this would have been set up better. I just wish they would have had stronger opponents. Like, you know, they're each trying to, like, Deanna and, and Tony are each trying to take each other out. You know, like, and again, it doesn't make sense that why Tony booked this this way. Again, it makes no sense of how these opponents were picked and so forth. So to me, that was the one element that was missing in this whole thing. Um, Sting and Darby do a vignette backstage against, or this is pre-taped interview. You know, Darby showing Sting's kids at the Young Bucks kids' age. Sting shared that his dad passed away. Um, so it's going to be a good match. Um, the Warlord promo was good, but it, but again, he's going after MJF. I mean, he was, make, he was making, you know, remarks for his MJF, and I just don't really like that because MJF's not going to be there to fight him. <coughs> but again, I do like the fact that Warlord's going to have a match after this, but again, who's going to win, him or Hobbs? So... And again, this is what I want to see more. Two guys that both need the win, but who knows who else is going to be in the match. But to me, it's just like, I'd rather have both these guys getting their single matches. Um, why not have Warlow fighting Miro? Again, where's Miro gone? You know, put him on the side of a McCartan, please. Um, it's just the promo, just, again, it's just... And again, I like the fact that Tony Khan's is leading into the Meat Madness thing, you know. But at the same time, like these are matches that we should give us a Meat Match every week on television. Like that would just make tele- make the product so much more better instead of just having throwing it together randomly for the for the, the pay per view. Um, so in the main event, Samoa Joe um, defeats. He 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 makes Robert D tap out again. To me, I, I just I feel like this match did more harm than good because. You had you had you had hanging out Adam Page putting um, putting Swerve through a table and the crowd's cheering him for that. <laughs> so for me, excuse me, if if the goal is to is, this, is to make Hangman to a heel and Swerve is going towards a face, it just to me I just feel like this match did nothing for nobody. I mean, again, why is RVD there? Um, to me, if you're going to use RBD there, he should be, be used to put over younger talent, not losing to Samoa Joe. Um, like, to me, I would have liked to have seen, like, again, just have the Mulga Embassy teaming with Swerve <coughs> all together to fight somebody and start planting the seeds for Swerve to leave them and turn face. You know, maybe, again, I just to me, the, the match just didn't make any sense. Unless, you know, again, unless Tony Khan wants to come out and make, make a statement saying, I'm going to book what I want. It's going to be random. Also, for me, um, the thing that didn't make any sense to me was them going over time. You know, to me, like going over the 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 regular scheduled time for the show to go off, that should be being used for like a big title match or for like a blood feud. Um, I, again, for me, just with this, just a random six man match where again, it just, I mean, I guess it makes sense that Hook's going after Samoa Joe still, but I guess to me, it just it doesn't, the match just seems, again, it seems off when you're trying to make one guy a face, one guy a heel. Um, again, to me, I just going over the allotted time should be used for a special occasion um, or special matches, not every week, because it just doesn't make it feel like it's a special thing where, oh my gosh, I'm getting something extra. It just, it just makes, it just sounds like something that's built in that they're just trying to make, they're just trying to use as a prop. 
Um, all right, guys, since no one else is really joining us in the room tonight, I'm going to end this early. I'm sorry. apologize. Um, with my throat, no one else coming in. I can't keep talking. And again, I'm just, as I'm doing the space, I'm realizing <laughs> that I'm still getting over my, my illness. Um, but again, thank you guys for tuning in. Um, and we'll be back probably, I think on Saturday, I'm going to do a pre-show for Illumination Chamber. But again, I'll, I'll, I'm going to play by ear. Um, I might try doing a space tomorrow night for, um, after, um, TNA, but again, I'm going to, but again, I'll, it'll, it'll be by ear. Cause if I'm coughing like this tomorrow night, then I'm probably not going to be doing that space, but thank you guys for joining me tonight. Um, and keep on tuning in again. We're here every Wednesday night after dynamite part of the Sigif network. And we'll also, if we don't do the shows on Thursday or Friday um, night, we'll be back Sunday with Sunday night takedown and a day. Have a good night, everybody. Take care.